Hello, listeners, and welcome to a very, very special edition of Got Beef Podcast, the podcast that cuts deep in the personal and celebrity beefs, fights, and feuds. With you, as always, is my damn self, Frank. And I'm Jane. <laughs> Just us two. Uh, so, there unfortunately is no mo for this part of the episode. So, as you could tell by the title, uh, this one's called The Lost Episode. And we'll get into why it's called that in a minute. But first and foremost, I want to kind of explain why you're seeing it. So, uh, I don't know if we've ever explicitly explained it, but Jane and I are married. And we record at our house. (laughs) (laughs) So, that's our relationship. And... The reason why you're not hearing Mo right now is because, unfortunately, we thought we were going to be able to escape the year without it happening, but Jane and I did test positive for COVID. Womp womp. Yeah. And and thankfully, uh, we're both kind of coming out of it yeah. at, at the current point in time, uh, and also, thankfully, uh, at this moment... Uh, we, we fared through it fairly well. Yeah. Um, I, I've been telling everybody, you know, we're just, we're really lucky because we've had compared to what we could have very, very mild symptoms. Yeah. Um, you know, not to say that we felt like rainbows and sunshine, but no, I mean, we felt pretty awful at times. Um, but luckily not terrible enough to necessitate, uh, going to the hospital or anything, which, I think is the worst case scenario. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. I mean, I think, you know. Well, other than dying. Well, fair. <laughs> fair point. We did not die. Um, neither of us have really had any breathing issues. I mean, we've. you can tell there's something going on. Like, you walk up the stairs and you're slightly more winded than you normally would be. Yeah. Um, but- and, like, for me, I could feel something in my chest. It didn't, like, keep me from breathing, but breathing felt different Mm -hmm. and that's really all of this it you just feel different yeah feel different feel odd Um, on top of being sick yeah yeah um i think for both of us there's not much lingering for me um so i am on day 10 or 11 now Mm -hmm. um from my first symptoms and the only thing that's really remaining for me is my nose feels like I constantly have carbonation in it, if that makes sense. Just that, that kind of burn. Yeah. Um, and I'm lightheaded a lot. Um, but otherwise, you know, I don't feel too terrible. Um, the exhaustion is seeming to go away, which is the worst part of it for me. I just, I, I, I couldn't stand not being able to do something. So, right. Um, but yeah, I think we're both starting to come out of it pretty good. Uh, you, some of your taste and smell. Is coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Taste and smell definitely did go. Um, I think mine stayed away less time than yours did, because I think yeah. I'm only on, like, day three of having lost my smell and taste, and I'm already starting to get it back. So. Yeah. I had a good uh, five to six days of it just being totally gone. Uh, and then uh, yesterday and today, it kind of started to come back more. I, I think I'm at about 50 to 60% uh, being able to smell and taste again, which is, which feels like it's a totally different world 
of being able to smell and taste <laughs> compared to losing it completely, which is totally yeah. wild. And it's not like when you lose your taste, like kind of like when you're really stuffy because you haven't really lost your taste. Yeah. It's just your sense of smell that is being affected, right? So if you can get a little relief from that congestion, then you can taste again, right? right? Yeah. This is... 110% different. Like, yeah, it's just gone. It's just gone. <laughs> it's just, and I, I felt like I could still slightly taste, but I think that any of that was stemming from like your brain just knowing how something yeah. should taste. And then it sends the signal, uh, you know, your mouth sends the signal that will end your eyes that, Hey, I'm eating this thing. And then your brain fills in the gap with the information that it has. But you're not actually tasting it. Uh, it. It's weird. It was weird. Uh, COVID, strange. Yeah, don't recommend. Don't, <laughs> zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Give it one star on well, iTunes. Would not recommend to a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but we are recovering. Uh, we've been quarantining. Like, actual quarantining. Not, yeah. not the general quarantine that we've been in. Uh, but Jane and I have been in the house for... You know, the past almost two weeks. Yeah. Had to miss Christmas, unfortunately, but yeah. better than getting our family sick and uh, got to do, you know, Christmas on Facebook Messenger. So yeah. what's better than that? <laughs> uh, so that is why Mo is not here, because yes. we record the podcast in our home. And she's well. not really into like uh, contagious viruses that might kill you. It's no. not her thing. So... She decided not to come. Despite a general lack of taste on an everyday basis, she would like to maintain what little she actually has. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why Mo is not here. Now, why this is called The Lost Episode is because we actually have audio of an episode that we recorded before our actual first episode. So... Uh, the OG, the, the OG four of us, um, got together and we recorded an episode that was going to be the first episode. We, we got together, we had notes, we had segments, we had all of the topics laid out. We got together, we recorded it. And then after we were done, we immediately had a conversation about things that we didn't necessarily like mm -hmm. that we had done and ways that they could be better. So since, you know, nobody had heard it yet, we just decided that, you know, we'll, we'll keep the episode, but we'll just record another one because at that point there's no pressure to do anything because nobody's heard anything yet. So as far as anyone is concerned that's ever listened to our show, the first episode is the first episode. But it actually wasn't. So that's what you're going to be hearing here today. Uh, you'll hear the four of us again. Uh, you'll hear a lot of the same. Like, we didn't change a ton. Like, there's still our beef. There's still their beef. Uh, they might have been called something slightly different. Um, but there are also some segments that we scrapped that, um, you know, remain in this capacity. So that's what you'll be hearing because Jane and I, I don't think want to and couldn't fill a whole episode on our own. No, I mean, we wouldn't want to do it without Mo. Um, 
I just don't I don't think it's right. Plus, we have this episode and it's kind of fun, especially in, in this far into the the podcast to go back and and hear the, you know, the inception. So, yeah. And what better way to move forward into 2021 than to look back at where we came from? How old is this episode? Like two years? Uh, yeah, it's about two years yeah. old. Because we we technically started uh, maybe February of nineteen. That's what I was thinking. So it's about two years old. Yeah, about yeah. two years. So it, it'll be fun for all of us. I have not listened to the episode since we recorded it. I couldn't even tell you. I, honestly, I didn't even know what the last episode was until you just said what it was. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I didn't remember. I knew that we had an episode out there for like rainy day situation. We couldn't record like it's, yeah. you know, it was there. Um, and what better rainy day than, you know. COVID. COVID. So, <laughs> so yeah. And rather than we had, we were going to record a whole New Year's episode, you know, just like we did with Christmas. It would be all about looking back on the podcast and stuff, but unfortunately, we were in quarantine during the time that we would have recorded. Yeah, so we would have recorded about three days ago, Yeah, and I was only seven days in. They recommend ten now, Yeah, um, and so it just wasn't safe. No. Um, so that's what you'll be listening to, but before we get into that, uh, just really quick... You know, we, we don't want to go into it in the lengths that we would have if Mo were here, but I think that it's only fair that we're actually going to sit down behind the microphones that we get into a little bit, just talking about the podcast in 2020, you know, things that we enjoyed about it, and I guess, you know, things that we look forward to doing in 2021. Do you have anything off the top of your head? Um, I, I think the thing that I enjoyed the most out of the podcast in 2020 was just how many people kind of reached out and said, you know, that they enjoy it or that, mm. you know, they look forward to it. And to me, like, that's the whole that that's that's one huge reason for doing this. I mean, other than the fact that we enjoy doing it as a hobby, but, you know, to know that other people truly enjoy the thing that we sit down and spend, you know, an hour or two every other week kind of working on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That was the fun part to me. I feel like, you know, we've played with some segments. um, you know, we're, we're changing things up. I love hearing the listeners beef. I love that they're engaging. So yeah. I would really like more of that in, in 2021 to really engage, um, more with those who are listening to us on a regular basis or just starting to listen to us. So no, I agree. Uh, I've mentioned it on the show before that I have done three podcasts previous to this one. Uh, all ones that I started up. Uh, did varying amounts of episodes of, uh, but never have I had an actual, like, consistent audience. Like, there have been people that maybe tuned in and tuned out, and definitely no one that I actually knew that was listening. Like, I, for the most part, it was, we joked about it, but it was mostly bots. Yeah. That, that gave us the listens. And so there was just no tangible people that could reach out to us and we could reach out to in return, uh, to have that dialogue and to have that with this show is, is crazy. And it's not even a huge number, 
but it's just enough that it feels cool. No, I, it doesn't have to be a huge number. It just, it's nice that people appreciate and, and truly enjoy what we're doing, you know? And if that's five people or 500 people, it doesn't really matter to me. It just, it gives us another reason to keep going. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah, my favorite part is what was going to be that as well. Um, the idea that we have, uh, actual audience participation. And we have numbers that show that there are consistently people listening. So that's cool. Um, also, I I think we've done a pretty good job this year of getting content out. Yeah. Uh, I think that we've been fairly consistent. I, I don't think there's very many weeks that we miss the mark on. And maybe we've been like a day or two late on an episode. But I think that for the most part, we've... You know, we've not really taken any time off from it. We've hit the marks that we needed to. No. And I think, I think provided things continue to stay safe, um, I think the one thing we can get back into doing if people still enjoy it what is the beef brackets, the live, yeah, um, the live streaming of beef brackets. Cause I know that we got a lot of participation with those and people seem to really like it. So mm-hmm. is um, that what you would like to do in 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I would like that. Um, 2021, I would also like to, I don't know, I would like to keep doing the things that work, but I would like to always keep an eye on doing new things. For sure. Uh, You know, new segments, trying and having more guests on. Yeah, more guests, again, assuming that, you know, six months from now it would be safe to do so. Yeah. You know, Mo, Frankie, and I have kind of been in each other's bubble um, during this whole time and, you know trying to, to limit exposure to other people. You know, we haven't brought other people on, but once it's safe to do so, I would love to have more guests on. Well, and also it's an equipment thing where I know that there are ways that we could have people via the internet come mm-hmm. on, but I just haven't put the time in to figure it out. Um, so maybe this is the year that I'll work on that. Yeah. Well, and I think there are a lot of podcasts that operate that way and it's totally fine, but you know, just from somebody who works on zoom, like 90% of her work day, yeah. it just, it doesn't flow the same as when you can see somebody's like, uh, social cues and things oh, like no. that. You know, you're going to yeah. get, you're going to get the people talking over each other and, and it just, it's, it's not as, as seamless as when you have them right here with you. Yes, because if there's a word that I would use to describe this podcast, <laughs> it seamless. would be seamless. <laughs> no dips in quality for this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. I know. But yeah, uh, definitely, I agree. All those things should be very feasible. They're very achievable in the in the new year. They are. They absolutely are. We just have to put the effort into them and... Again, you know, if there's one word that describes how we work into this podcast, it's effort. Effort. So e- much effort. So much effort. <laughs> uh, speaking of effort, I want to take a second before we get off of here and get into the pre-recorded episode uh, to thank everyone uh, that has listened to us and shared an episode, participated in an episode uh, throughout not only 2020, but 2019 as well. Um, and a special Thank you to our super fans, uh, Beefeater Benny, Ashley, and Jess. And Will. And Will. Yeah. Will, Will got in there, but Will does listen with Ashley. So, 
Yeah, he should probably get his own shout out as well. Yeah, he should. <laughs> Rude. Uh, but yeah, the the four of you, it, if if you have listened consistently and you've done everything that I applauded these people for, let us know and we will gladly shout you out. But th- those are definitely the four people that, you know, really engage with the podcast and engage with all of us. Most of them are also personal friends. <laughs> of at least two-thirds of the people on this podcast so there's that but also just i appreciate all the effort that our listeners also put in okay. and if there is a lack of participation it stems from uh, mostly me uh not reaching out for the interaction <laughs> so uh i will also do better with that in the new year yeah. so Post my questionable beef, damn it. Yeah, I should probably also do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we could do a questionable beef because I don't. Well, there probably is one on here from Brian. Probably, yeah. I have no idea what it is or if it would still be relevant at this time. I don't know either. So we'll do questionable beef number two for this episode. Okay. Well, number one, because they'll hear it first. Okay, fine. Number one. Uh, Tell us what you want to see on the podcast in 2021. Yeah. If you've got ideas or if you've got things, tell us what you don't like. Tell us, you know, what sag, what segments, what, <laughs> what tell segments, us the segments that you don't like. <laughs> what segments are maybe getting stale or just aren't, you know, aren't working for you anymore. Um, or if you've got ideas of other things we can do or things you'd like to hear. Cause maybe we feel that way too. It, maybe we just don't realize it or whatnot, but, or if you hear something in this episode, in the lost episode. Yeah. That we scrapped because we were like, eh, I don't know, but you actually really like it. Let us know that too. <laughs> For sure. Because, I don't know, maybe we'll bring it back. I don't know. We don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> we- <laughs> we're delusional from COVID. Exactly. <laughs> don't listen to any of this. <laughs> Except please listen to all of it. Uh, and if you hopped on at a certain point, let's say you hopped on in episode 35. Hey, good news. We have 34 other episodes previous to that that you could check out. So, I think that's about it. Yeah, questionable, pre-questionable beef. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Yeah, it. we're, hey, guess what? <laughs> we're one of the only podcasts that we appreciate you telling us what you don't like. Y- you know, podcasts like face jam i get they only want praise not us we want all of it we want the criticism we want all of your criticism yeah criticize the hell out of us mo will cry a little bit but it's okay yeah she'll get through it she'll be all right (laughs) so i think that's about it you got anything else you want to lay out there for the listeners or no just thank you and and here's to 2021 hope it's better for everybody yeah uh I agree. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Mo also thanks everyone. She doesn't even know that we did this, so we're, we're going to tell her. Yeah, we'll tell her. She'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> so, thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you for all your support in 2020, and hello to 2021 and all the opportunities that it affords. So, with that being said, thank you for listening. Keep listening because there's a whole actual episode coming up 
right after this. But from current Jane and Frank, thank you. And as always, got beef. Grab your plate, listener, because we're about to serve up some hot beef. You're listening to Got Beef, the podcast that cuts deep in the personal and celebrity beefs, feuds, fights, etc. My name is Frank, and with me, as always, is Brian. Say hello. hello. Jane. Hey. And Mo. What up? Now, I didn't reveal that intro to anyone beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. You're serving hot beef. <laughs> That's what we're all about. Now, He's trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> now, Brian, would you think that is an apt way of describing our podcast? Is serving up hot beef? Hot beef. Cutting deep. Fights. Personals. Fights. Touching yourself. Et cetera's. Yes. Yeah. That is exactly how I would describe it. Jane? How about you? How would you describe the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tasty. T- Tasty? <laughs> right now, slightly inappropriate. <laughs> Mo, how would you describe it? I don't have any original ideas, so all of the above. Cool. All right. Chose the right people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in for our very first episode of this brand new podcast, Got Beef. I hope we summed it up for you. And we'll try and do better as we go <laughs> along as well. No guarantees. Uh, it exactly what we said in the intro. We're talking about beef. We're talking about feuds. We're talking about fights. <laughs> but we're talking about that as a way to kind of cleanse our souls of the negativity. We get it out there. We talk about it. Maybe we'll make it better. Maybe we can solve some of these beefs. I don't know. Maybe relieve a lot of stress. Maybe. I have a lot of stress, so I hope so. Most people relieve a lot of stress when they serve up some hot beef. Mm. Hey. That's how you do it. Now, with every episode, we're going to talk it, kick it off. We're going to talk it off, and we're going to kick it off by talking about our beef. We're going to talk about my beef. What is my beef? My beef is where we talk about our own personal beefs. For example, my beef this week, I got beef with McDonald's. And not for the thing that it should be, which is uh, the terrible quality of their food, which is the fact that I eat way too much of it, or the fact that there's just zero nutritional value. I have beef with them because of the fact that they have a Cadbury egg McFlurry. Okay. I'm excited for it. I love Cadbury eggs. What I don't like is the fact that it's only in Australia. What the It doesn't fuck? matter if it was here anyway. Machine's always broken. That's true, but... <laughs> <laughs> Manager machine broke. <clears throat> but you would think, like, the USA gets such a bad rap for having the shittiest food. And I say that in the way that, like, the worst, like, the most fucked up combinations we can come up with. That's mm-hmm. what we have in America. But we don't get a Cadbury egg McFlurry. Exactly. Which it- might be the fattest thing I could think of. One of, like, the staples of the West Coast is taking your In-N-Out and pouring your strawberry milkshake all over it, and people eat it like that. Right. But we don't get the fucking Cadbury Egg McFlurry. We don't get to dip our Cadbury eggs in a McFlurry. Oh, don't I talk have, about I have Cadbury's. a brilliant idea. 
What? Step one. Go to McDonald's. Right. Machine broken. Don't even. Step I know where you're going. <laughs> Step <laughs> two. Uh-huh. Order a vanilla sundae, which is just vanilla ice cream. Right. Step three. That machine's also broken. Buy Cadbury cream egg. See, but here's the thing. It takes the fun out of it. It's not the same. Yeah. We have <laughs> fancy ninja blender. We can make it the same. It's not the same because there's a sprinkling of extra terribleness that McDonald's fits into it. I don't know what it is. It's a secret ingredient. It's cocaine. It's, it's what keeps you coming back wanting those cheeseburgers. Yeah. It's, it's cocaine. It's I like think. their Coke. It's specially made to taste like McDonald's. But I don't think they can put cocaine in the Cadbury egg. So if you got the ice cream from there, you already have the cocaine. That's true. But then I feel the Cadbury egg just kind of takes away the cocaine. Because it's not okay. 100% cocaine McDonald's. <laughs> I mean, Cadbury's are in England. That's where they come from, and that's where they originated, and the fucking laws are way more lax on that shit over there, so they that's could. True. yeah. They could. That's what makes it so gritty, the cream inside. Oh. It's that's cocaine. True. Oh. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I like the way you described that texture. It is gritty. <laughs> Ew. That's why I like the caramel ones better. Mo, do you have beef this week? I do have beef, and I have a real hot take. <clears throat> Fuck Justin Bieber. That's who my beef is with. That is the coldest take no 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 for the teenage <laughs> girls and trust me my music tastes aligns with those teenage girls weird flex but okay it's true and you know that even though you're in your mid-20s yes <laughs> 25 six months from today Boy. <laughs> um my beef with is with justin bieber because he did the number one thing you don't do on april fool's day him and his wife Haley baldwin bieber faked a pregnancy ah and you know what? I could forgive him if he came out and said, you know what, guys? My bad. Didn't realize it would, like, step on so many toes. I didn't mean to offend anybody. Right. But he posted a picture and said, basically, fuck you guys. I'm a prankster. This is what I do. A prankster. He literally like, self-described prankster. <laughs> what else I have you done to be a I prankster? Peed in a bucket. <laughs> Didn't he egg, st- like, egg somebody's house, too? And- yeah. yeah. Is that yeah. a prank, though? Yeah. And he peed that's in a bucket. destruction of property. Yeah. That's and- not, I don't- <laughs> he can't be in <laughs> the military van- that's now. That's vandalism. Yeah. <laughs> now, and you know what? It, it wasn't the fact that he just posted a fake ultrasound. He, like, took his wife to a gyno appointment, had her legs in the stirrups. It was all out. Yeah, and had her, like, poke out her belly, like, just push it out and made doctors pose. Mm-hmm. Good so job. It was like money. It was like legit, legit. So I was like, oh my God, like that baby's going to be fucking adorable because Justin Bieber is not a bad looking man and Haley Baldwin is beautiful. And then, you know, people were like, oh my God, I can't believe this is real. I'm so happy for you. And then he posted that it was fake and he goes, pregnancy fake? Like a trying to be like is a teen. Is that how he sounded too? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Justin Bieber is a fuck boy now. That's how I read everything that he posts. <laughs> pregnancy fake. <laughs> but. Thanks fucking Tim the Tool Man too. Right. Basically, I know. Basically saying, fuck you fans. I'm a prankster. Not going to apologize for this. So is that what he's giving up music for? To be a no. professional prankster now? No. And that's He's the fucking other thing. Loki. <laughs> that's the other thing. My beef before this happened was that like he posted on on Instagram a picture of him and he's like, "All of you people keep asking for new music and I just want you to know that I've been making music since I was 16 and seeing the world and doing all this." I was like, "Oh, you know, your life's fucking terrible for seeing the world for free and getting paid for it." Yeah. 
And then he was like, well, I just need to take a break. And I'm like, I understand taking a break, but fuck you. you yeah, he's got to live out shit. his life as Joe Dirt. <laughs> Going to that uh, the weak ass church that he goes to with Chris Pratt, where they hate the gays. Oh yeah, they hate the gays. <laughs> they do hate the gays, and apparently the infertile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Divorce. What a church. Divorce. That's that's completely fine. We don't worry about that as long as you're the man. The woman they still stone. <laughs> I was on the drop of reference, but I can't remember the name of that fucking country. Never mind. It's not cool anyways. <laughs> It'll hit you later on. Yeah. Like a stone. Oh, oh. that was um, that was my beef. Jane, you got beef this week? I got beef about a beef. Beef about a beef? I got beef about a beef. Oh, shit. What's the beef. beef about a beef? So, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I am a huge Steelers fan. Huh. And... Recently, Antonio Brown has obviously exited and, and, and gone to another team. That's one way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> That's like the nicest way to ever put because that. Because my beef is not with him, although it should be. My beef is not with AB. Okay. Oh, it should be with. <laughs> so, because of his exit from the team, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, who is current player for the Steelers, right. has posted some somewhat shady things on his social media. Um, to the tune of, uh, even s- uh, posting a picture thanking Ben Roethlisberger for being a, a leader and a mentor to him and how he feels, you know, so lucky to have been on a team with him. And that's one of AB's biggest issues with the team, um, right. which is, you know, working with Ben Roethlisberger and not being able to do it. Yeah. Well, not just AB, it was Le'Veon Bell Bell's too. Issues. Yeah. So, um, in response to that post, AB came out and said that um, you shouldn't listen to any NFL player who hasn't made any money yet because they'll say whatever they um, they can to get to where oh, they need to be. Man. Damn. Damn. And instead AB. of he's savage. instead of coming back and saying some other stuff and continuing this beef so that I could continue to follow this, Juju <laughs> comes out and says, "Meh, I don't have any beef. It's all love." I've got all this love for AB. It's good. Man. Man see, that's a pussy way out. That's pussy. My, that's my beef. Why you gotta ruin it? Let's keep going. Why do you have to come out after you've already clearly thrown shade at least a minimum of two times on your social media? Why are you gonna come out and act like you don't actually have beef? He's well, yeah. Like, easily the best comeback he could have come back with was... I don't need money to have integrity, or I can't buy integrity, or something like that. Exactly. He left the door wide open. Yeah. And I mean, technically, he did take the high road, and the statement that you made would sort of be doing the same thing, but he didn't take the fun high road. No. It's because he probably knows better, and knows to take the non-fun high road. Yeah, I guess, like, since he is so young, he's got to, because that well, can come back to haunt him later. And I'm sure he's learned a lot from A.B. anyway, nah, so... Not What not to do. Yeah, what not to <laughs> do. Because, let's be real, Juju wins, regardless. Oh, yeah. I don't like the Steelers, but I can recognize that, that they're a better organization than the fucking Raiders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that Juju will continue to have more success... With the Steelers than A.B. will with the Raiders. <laughs> what I would have done if I was Juju to throw more shade, I would have posted a picture of me and A.B. and be like, this guy taught me a lot of stuff, a lot of shit that I know. And I'm so, so happy that I got to know him. He really taught me 
what not to do with a team and not or how to not be a good football player and all this shit. I would have ripped into his ass. A backhanded <laughs> compliment, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That, that's, that's my beef. That's okay. my beef. That's a, beef. that's a good beef. I'm proud of you. That is good. Hey, Brian. Yeah. You got beef? Of course I do. And I'm going to stick with the NFL. Ooh. Just like Jane here. My beef is with the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. One, that is my team. <laughs> it's okay if you it's talk It's tattooed about on it. my arm. I say like, that could be quite a list that you could have. So I'm curious to see which <laughs> one you chose. Oh, it's, it's the whole shell there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my biggest beef is... Why are you letting the Browns outshine you in everything now? You're the team of Ohio. You have been the team of Ohio for years. And now the Browns are making all of these moves. They're becoming the talk of the nation and town. Mm-hmm. And now it's like the Bengals. You haven't made a move. No. You haven't done shit. No. You're stuck with Dalton. You're, you still have A.J. Green, and you still have your receivers that nobody knows the names of, and you still have Mixon, who was the leading AFC rusher but got shit on because no one cared about it. But yeah, When you told me that, that blew my mind because I didn't know that at all. No one did. <laughs> what, that because no one he plays for the Bengals who don't do shit. <laughs> it is weird. Be- and I don't know if it's because it, we're, we are currently in Akron and we record out of Akron, but we live in either Akron or Canton. So it's much closer to Cleveland. So I don't know if it's just geographically, it feels like the Browns are much more accepted amongst NFL fans. It does. Or if it's all of the state, but it feels like regardless of how good the Bengals were or have been, it's just not as much fun, and they don't get as much love as the terrible underdogs that are the Browns. Well, even, exactly. even if you go down south, it's like that, too. Like, we know we go to, down to Columbus and Cincinnati all the time, and there used to be no Brown stuff whatsoever. Yeah. And as of recent, we've gone down there, and there's been more Browns than, than Bengals. Yeah. And more Steelers than Bengals. Amen. <laughs> Nobody likes Steelers. Shut Only losers. <laughs> now, I... I don't blame you. It makes it hard to be a fan <laughs> of the Bengals. Well, and it's so hard when it's like shoved down your throat. You're forced to watch them every Sunday to not become a fan of the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that problem. Well, okay. They show Steelers games here as much as they do Browns games. That's not true. I think they, recently it has they, been. It is. This past year, I think they had a lot of televised games. Yeah. Well, because I think that the... The Browns played some NFC teams, and they got televised on Fox, so mm-hmm. the AFC usually ends up on CBS, so I think they just kind of took that spot. Right. Right. But... Well, and they know, especially on the local channels around here, it, it is more common to be... You can ask 10 people, and at least 7 out of those 10 people are going to say they're a Steelers fan. Yeah. And that's, like, not an exaggeration for Northeastern Ohio. No. So I think that they realize that they have the market to show the games here. And then the NFL realizes that, hey, I can advertise and get money in this area, mm-hmm. even if I play the Steelers, because the fans are going to watch. It It is wild when you think about it. It's wilding. The fact that the Bengals have been at least, Decent. you know, usually a 500 team. 
first or second place always in the AFC. Yeah. And they've made the playoffs how many years in a row? I mean, they don't get past the first round, but they still but make they the still playoffs. Made it. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the Steelers. Right. But <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it was the Steelers and then the Texans before that. We just can't win a first round. No. no. And that's why they got rid of Marvin Lewis. That is true. That is true. But yeah, so my beef is with the Cincinnati Bengals not doing shit. That's nice. fair. That's fair. <laughs> so that's our beef, and that's my beef, and that's your beef, and that's your beef, and your beef for this week. But we have to talk about their beef. We have to talk about the people that rank above us in so many ways, uh, whether it be talent, money, uh, visibility. So we're talking about their beef. Brian, what you got for us? So for this, their beef, their beef includes Yellow Wolf versus Post Malone. I uh, know they were beefing. Yeah. Two white rappers. <laughs> <laughs> One who was clearly better. Two One. dirty, unwashed white rappers. <laughs> that is there true. Go. Oh, that talk is about true. Yellow Wolf like that. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it's not. He's from With Alabama. terrible tattoos. Oh, he's Dale Morris. He's from Alabama. No one knows who Dale Morris is. Did one of them buy soap and the other one got mad? Is that why? <laughs> we so, had a pact. <laughs> we had a pact. Clean, unclean forever. <laughs> unclean for life. We got it tatted. All right. So Yellow Wolf came out with a song called Bloody Sunday. Great song. And in that song, he said he would call out Post Malone, but he doesn't even rap. And then said, fuck you, just to see what he would say. Mm-hmm. Pretty much that's all he did. Yeah. So, and then also he was saying in the song that his success, uh, Post Malone's success, came from copying Yellow Wolf's style. Like I could clothing, see that. Clothing, look. Oh, style as in um, clothing, not yeah. style as in... Physical fit. style, not... Style right. of music. No, yeah. not okay. music. Because Even, their music's not I mean, the same. Some different. songs I can, I can see the similarities because Post Malone does that weird raspy singing where Yellow Wolf has, like... Has done that. For lack of a better term, ballads on his albums. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like their ballads are similar. So Post Malone, hearing this, tweeted out a response and said, quote, Also, Yellow Wolf is a nerd. And this tweet uh, is the only support I will offer his album. Smiley face. Also, at Yellow Wolf, please show me all your chill bill shit, please. Last I heard, you was talking about how you wanted your shit like mine. I have a couple lenders. Don't worry. Hit me up, Dad. Smiley face. Which I, a weird response. Can uh, somebody decipher that for me? I think Chill Bill is like a clothing line that he tried to. Pretty launch. much, he Post Malone is saying, "I'm not. I'm not going to give you any credit towards your new album that's coming out, and you were trying to copy off of my stuff." And so, calling him dad is like him dad. sarcasm. Like you're old. Yeah. Like, get out of here. So then Yellow Wolf responded, quote, Post Malone, Richard, look. <laughs> Which I guess that's Post Malone's Drop real name. Richard on I it. Guess I thought his, his name was name. Austin. I think Damn it must be Richard. And he goes, dad can't play catch with you right now. Maybe your little brother, G-Eazy, will play with you. Oh, shit. Or, or have the balls to actually record a comeback. Thanks for the support, asshole. Damn. Well, okay, yeah, And exactly. then there hasn't been a response since. What well, do you say? <laughs> right. And, like, 
postpone just by acknowledging it. Like the better thing if he didn't want to support his album would have been not to acknowledge it. Because, I mean, he has over three million followers. I'm, I'm assuming. I have no idea. I don't follow him. But so saying, oh, Yellow Wolf, fuck you and your album. People are going to be like, who's this Yellow Wolf guy if they've never heard of him? And go listen to his album and realize he's the better artist. So in terms of that, who wins logically? Yellow Wolf. And why? Because the song, one, is great and basically said you're not worth my time. I'm just going to throw it out here because this is going to be fun. I have no real beef with you, but fuck you. And it is kind of true if you look at it. Post Malone doesn't rap. He does in some stuff, but not. It's more like a a talk rap. His is like singing. Yeah. Yeah. Is the question who wins, who's a better rapper, or is the question who wins, who gets more of the public support? Who has who? the more sound argument? Yeah. Yellow Wolf still, in my opinion. Even though he picked that fight for no reason, because he could, that last comeback. Especially when he said, you know, basically, fuck G-Eazy as well. Well, because in the song, he did call out right. Post Malone, G-Eazy, and MGK. Yeah. I don't really think that either of them had very good points or very good comebacks. I think it was kind of a shitty argument all over. I mean, the the worst thing that Yellow Wolf called him was an asshole, and the worst thing that Post Malone called him was dad. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? It's white people arguing. Well, I mean, I, I agree with Jane that the whole premise is kind of weak, that I... Up until you mentioned the fact that Yellow Wolf thinks that Post Malone sounds like him, I never got that impression. Right. <laughs> like, never in a thousand years would I listen to Post Malone and be like, oh yeah, that sounds like fucking Yellow Wolf. No. It's more of a thing that when somebody points it out, you're like, oh yeah. Even still, I I don't really see it that much, other than the fact that they're both white, and they both rap, and they both kind of have a southern thing going on. And they both have shitty tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only similarities I see. But yeah, the clapbacks, I gotta give the yellow wolf. I mean, I got, I guess I would say that too, because at least at the, at the end of the day, yellow wolf at least called him out and said, Hey, I already made a song. Like, why don't you read something and say something then? Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't fuck with yellow wolf because he has Eminem on his side. So I think we all yellow wolf for that. Who wins physically? Who would win? If this beef turned into a fist fight. Oh, Yellow Wolf. Yeah. I gotta go Yellow Wolf again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. Post Malone's soft. You can tell. He looks yeah. like he, he's trying to be hard, but he ain't Yellow like, Wolf yeah. hard. I feel like he would be hard up until like the first punch is thrown, and then he'd be like, oh my god, this is actually causing me physical harm, and he would try to run away. Yeah. Like, right. you have to hold him. Hold I think him they would both be so greasy that none, <laughs> none of the punches would off. land. <laughs> Just slide right off of each other. Just... Just the sound of it. (laughs) It's like the UFC fights when they put the Vaseline on the face. Except it's just it's just grease. (laughs) It's just chicken grease. So who do you all side with? Yellow Wolf, always and forever. I I mean, I like Post Malone. I do. I think he seems like a decent enough guy. I like his music well enough. But as far as this argument goes. I mean, Yellow Wolf was first, and he's been around longer. He has the track record. He's he's paid his dues in a way. Yeah, so I got to go with Yellow Wolf. If you're asking me who I think is a better artist, Yellow Wolf. If you're asking me who, I don't know. Yellow Wolf picked a fight for no reason, so I'm I'm 
I, I'm tending to side with Post Malone because Post Malone was just over here minding his own business, making shitty music. And <laughs> <laughs> well, but if Yellow Wolf felt he was copying his style, though, maybe that's what caused him to call him out. But I can see because that. Post Malone's success has grown so high, copying quote unquote. I I don't Yellow see Wolf that. style where Yellow Wolf has stayed in the middle, if that. I think yeah, that- but then that's jealousy. And then that yeah, would make true. me side with Post Malone. <laughs> the thing is, I don't think their styles are similar. Because if their styles were similar, I think Yellow Wolf would have risen to a higher fame. But Yellow Wolf's style is not mainstream. It's not something you're going to hear on the radio with the exception of maybe one or two songs. Right. Yeah. Post Malone is very mainstream, very, you know, easy to listen to for a wide majority of the people. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't see why Yellow Wolf has beef with Post Malone to begin with. Well, and Post Malone too will seems like he'll chase the big artists too. Mm-hmm. Like it, anyone that's hot right now, he'll have them on a track. Whereas Yellow Wolf, for the most part, seems to kind of pick and choose who who he'll work with. He's more selective. Yeah, and it seems to be people that are either on his level or a little below. And so, that's fine. I think that yeah. keeps his music to the level of integrity that he wants it to be. He's not just going to go chase somebody down right. to get a number one hit. And that's right. great. But you have to be okay with that. You can't go, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I don't know, yelling at other people because they are it suddenly seems... more famous than you and are willing to do those things. Because then you do seem more... like an old man. Yeah, I'm you saying, do. It seems <laughs> like a, your a little bit like little guy syndrome. You know what I mean? Like he sees... I mean, I still side with Yellow Wolf 100%, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It just seems like from Jane's points that she made, I could see where if it would look like Yellow Wolf is jealous because Post Malone's better. So it's like little guy syndrome where a, sh- a short guy has a, a better or a worse temper because he's trying to make up for what he lacks. Yeah. So it, I could see where it would where that would be. Mm. Okay. So... But Yellow Wolf still wins because yeah, I love him. we got Yellow Wolf, Yellow Wolf... I think overall, I gotta go with Yellow Wolf. And an undecided? I think it's, well... I, you want to do a write-in vote? What do you... <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the day... Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I side with Post Malone because I feel like he wasn't doing anything to deserve the the hate that he got. Whether, you know, Yellow Wolf's impression of what he's doing is true or not. Okay. Right. Fair. All right, then. All right. That is their beef. So majority wise, we side with yellow. 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 <laughs> yellow. Now, we're having a lot of fun, but we're on to our last segment oh, of the episode, which is genetically modified beef. Now, this is we'll take someone or something and we're gonna call them out. For funsies. <laughs> but so we're going to call them out. So I'll go first. My genetically modified beef for our first episode. I'm calling out Lynn manuel Miranda. Oh, no. Why? Yo, Lynn. We got beef, bro. First of all, my, wid- <laughs> my Midwestern <laughs> white person tongue fumbles over your name and other words sometimes, and it makes me feel stupid and uncultured. Also... You're way too good at shit. Like, pretty much all the shit. Staying at most two fucking lanes, man. Damn. <laughs> okay. Damn. All right. 
damn son, that's a hot call out. <laughs> <laughs> Giving him the beef. beef, beef, beef. <laughs> Man, I wish we had good effects on this. <laughs> <laughs> we know for first episode. Time. First episode. Give it time. <laughs> who who else has some modified beef? Fuck Colonel Sanders. That bitch took away my pickle chicken sandwich. And listen, that thing was amazing. Pickles are my favorite topping on any type of sandwich. It doesn't matter what kind of sandwich it is. And he magically somehow figured out how to get the entire chicken to taste like pickles. It was the greatest food I have ever tasted in my entire life. And it's gone without warning. I guess because he's dead, you really can't call him out, can you? I can call out his spirit. Fuck your ghost, Colonel Sanders. Don't bring that juju in this house. No. You don't have to live here. Good. You already have a murder room. I mean, on the bright side, it would smell like chicken all the time. I was going to say, KFC chicken all the time? Might be the worst thing. (laughs) Delicious. Make you hungry the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I know that it's gone, I don't want to go back to KFC. I'm personally protesting it. Yeah. Make that face all you want, Brian. Have fun, then. I'm going to still have KFC. Yeah. I probably will, too, but I won't be happy about it. You just said you weren't. Yeah. Well, I have no willpower, and you know that. It's true. That's how you got me to marry you. So the colonel. Yeah, so the colonel. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm mad at him because my pickle chicken sandwich is gone. All right. Okay. Brian, GMB. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Ariana Grande. That's my girl. No, no, no. No. (laughs) This is his time. Can't be anybody's girl. Try and pretend she's all innocent and shit. Until recently, she went, break up with your your boyfriend. Because you were a hoe. You were a hoe. You were a a Disney child. And now you a hoe. Wasn't she on Nickelodeon? One of those. She was a... (laughs) She was a child of God. <laughs> Nickelodeon, the slutty channel. That's where all the sluts come from. That's true. Well, either mean, way. Look at Victoria Justice. She tries to pretend she's all innocent. Oh, look at me and my Starbucks and my cute little puppy. Oh, isn't things great? No, Ariana Grande. You're not great. Aria Grande? Yeah, Aria Grande. I'm going to fuck you. Because you sound like you should be doing Latin music and not music about breaking up with your boyfriend because I'm fucking bored. All right. That's mine. <laughs> you Ariana are Grande. hurtful. That is it. <laughs> that is it for our first episode. I hope you all come back. We have a Twitter and an email. I don't know. Dang what they it. Are. Who wrote a question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> you know who read exactly what's on the teleprompter. <laughs> I don't have those things in front of me right now, but I will put them in the description of the episode wherever this gets posted. Okay. Which should be where all podcasts get posted and Pad-cast. you listen to them. Pad. When you listen to podcasts, the podcasts. <laughs> the podcasts. Those Pat places. Con, <laughs> With that being said, that is it for this episode. Remember to season and marinate your beef. <laughs>